Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Today, we're going to talk about the foundation needed for a good family, a healthy family. And the word that we are going to look at today is the word trust. Trust, as you might imagine, is very important in building a strong family foundation. Now, the definition of of trust, you probably, I'm sure you already know, but let's just take a look at it. It's a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability or strength that you have in someone or something. And needless to say, a strong foundation needs to have trust because family is a relationship and relationships must be built on trust. So if you trust someone, you have a strong belief in the goodness or their ability for them to help you. You feel safe and you know that they will not hurt or violate you or one of your loved ones. And you know they will protect you physically and emotionally. You want your children and other family members to trust each other so that they'll feel safe in telling you what's going on and what's happening to them in their lives. You want them to feel safe so that they know that you love them and that they know that you will trust them no matter what. You want them to trust you so that they know that no matter what they do, that you will always be able and be there for them and they can always turn to you. Now, let's take a look at what it takes to build trust. Now, first and foremost, though, I, you realize and understand that just because you're, someone trusted you once doesn't mean that they will, it will last, right? Someone can do something to break that trust. And it's the same way with children. Yes, you and I sometimes just think that our children are going to trust us just because we're their parents. Well, that's not true. Children learn trust. Think about it. From the moment that they are born and they start crying at night and you go in to answer their call, to check to see if they are okay, if they need to eat, if they need to be changed, you are starting to build trust in that child. And then it goes on from there. You continue to build trust in them because you answer their needs and 
just because they trusted you yesterday doesn't mean that that trust will always be there. It can be broken. And sometimes it's broken because of things we do and we don't realize we're doing it. For instance, repeatedly lying to a child and you think, well, I would never repeatedly lie to my child. But listen to this. Are you guilty of taking your child to the doctor and they have to give them a shot and injection, shot, whatever you want to call it, vaccination, you take them in, or even if they're going to do another procedure, and you know you're standing there cringing and gritting your teeth, and you look at your child and you say, it's not going to hurt. How many times do we do that? You go in another time to the dentist and the dentist is getting ready to fill a cavity on your child. And you say, it's not going to hurt. Sometimes we tell children that something is not going to hurt, trying to get them to hold still for something. And we know it's going to hurt. So what happens? Your child ends up hurting. And eventually, that's repeated over and over and over again. And the child comes to not believe you, not to trust you when you tell them something like that. So let's take a quick look at what Bill's trust then. And obviously, the opposite of what Bill's trust is going to decrease or eliminate trust. And this goes in any relationship with your children, with your spouse, with your brothers, sisters, friends. First of all, you want to listen. You want to really listen to the person. Now, we've talked about this regarding children. And sometimes when children come up to you and they want to talk, it's really not a good time. You're in the middle of something. Well, handle that simply by letting them know that you will give them your undivided attention when you're through with what you are doing. And that means to follow through with giving them that attention. You want to listen to them, really listen to your child. And they will know that you're listening if you're not busy on your phone when you talk to them, if you're not busy watching your television show when you talk to them. Ask them questions. Listen to your child to help build trust. And as I mentioned earlier, always tell them the truth. Now, sometimes you don't want to get too deep into the truth. You want to be honest with your child, but you want to be age appropriate. And you've probably heard this story. A little boy came up to their mom and said, Mom, where did I come from? And the mother immediately thought that the child was asking about the birds and the bees. And he kept saying, Mom, where, where did I come from? And the mom decided, let me just sit down and talk. But then the child continued to talk and said, Billy came from Georgia 
Joey came from New York. Where did I come from? So what the child was really asking was, where was I born? So listen to your child, ask questions so that you can ask and answer the way they need to be answered based on their age. You also want to keep your promises. It's so easy to make promises to children and then to to break them. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I probably did. When I talk about promises, I always think about what happened to me. My older sister had promised to do something for me. And I was all excited about it. And when I reminded her, she said to me, promises are made to be broken. Now, I must have been, what, she was 12 years older than I am. So I was probably maybe five or six, something like that. And she said that. Now, she had no idea how that cut me to the core. But you know what that did for me? That made me know that I will never, ever make a promise and break it. In fact, I am very aware of when I tell someone I'm going to do something. Some people say, well, that's the very reason why I don't make promises. Well, that's not the case with me. My thing is, I will tell my children, if they ask me to do something, I will tell them, I am not sure if I can do that or not, but we will check and see. But there are times when I'll, I'm able to say, yes, I will do that. That's rather than, that might be just taking them to get ice cream. It's going to be something that I know I can fulfill and I am going to carry that out. And my children know that about me. But if I say that I can't do it and I'm not going to do it, then I can't do it and I'm not going to do it. In fact, my I overheard my sister, one of my other sisters, telling a brother, they call me Linda for short, my middle name is Melinda, and she said, if Linda tells you she's going to do something, she's going to do it. But if she says no, there's no reason to ask her again, because she's going to keep that part of her word too. So promises are a big deal to children. So if you promise them something, do it. But if you know that you're not going to be able to do it, or if there's a possibility that you won't be able to do it, then let them know that you will try. But to remember, you're not sure if it's going to happen. So always, always keep your promises. Another thing is you want to respect your child. There's sometimes funny, embarrassing things may happen to your children, and they will laugh with you, but they don't want to laugh with anybody else about it. So if there's something funny that happened to one of your children, or if they told you something about themselves and they shared a secret, and you need to make sure you keep that. And if you think it's just an innocent type of funny thing to you, it may not be that with your child. So you want to make sure 
If you want to share something, get their permission first. Do that with what pictures or something that happens to them. And in this day and age of Facebook, it's so easy to say, oh, this was so cute. I'm going to put this on Facebook about my kid. Well, let, ask permission, especially if that's a teenage child. But you want to make sure you are building trust and not just building it, but you're keeping trust because it's so easy for trust to be broken in any relationship. And you want to let them know that you trust them. Now, if they do something to break that trust, you need to help them rebuild it because children are learning all the time and you need to take them through the things needed to rebuild that trust. At one point in my life, I worked as a high school guidance counselor. And when I was getting to know, having a meeting, getting to know my students, I would always tell them, never, ever lie to me. And I will take up for you as much as I can. Well, one day, we were well into the school year. One of the students came to me. I was sitting in the lunchroom having lunch with the other teachers, and the door was open. And I looked up and saw one student waving for me to come out. Well, I was in the middle of lunch, but I got up and went out. And she's standing there, and she said, Miss Rowe, you told me if I never, ever lied to you, you would stick up for me. And I said, yes, and I mean that. And she looked and she said, well, something happened and I'm telling the truth, but they're sending me to the principal. And Miss Rowe, honestly, I did not do what they said I did. So I said, hold on a minute, stay right here. I went back into the lunchroom, put my lunch away, and walked down to the assistant principal's office with her. Now, can you imagine if I had told her that and hadn't rely and she wasn't able to rely on my telling her to always tell me the truth and I would stand by her no matter what well that would have broken that trust and you know what she probably would have done she would have gone back and told the other friends that she has how I broke that trust so I kept that trust went down and advocated for her and everything was Okay. Now, I am not saying that to brag on anything that I did. I am saying that to show you that children listen to what you're saying and they will follow through, but let them know that you have to be able to trust them. Always tell the truth. Now, I want to turn to how important it is that you also build a foundation that's based on your trusting God. And a belief in God's truth, his ability and strength is important in order to build a family foundation that is strong. 
And once again, how do you learn to trust others? And this is the same way you will learn to trust God. You get to know them personally, meaning that you're going to spend time with them. You're going to have quiet time. You're going to read God's word. You're going to learn that God is dependable. And you learn that God is dependable by even something like remembering what he has done for you. And the best way to remember what he has done for you is to keep a prayer journal or to keep a blessing jar. And when God does good things for you, put those down, put them in a blessing jar, and then maybe every month or every year, pull them out and call your children to your side and say, let's take a look at the things, the good things that God has provided for us. That's teaching your child to trust God also. And it also builds your trust in God. Trusting in God means believing what he says about himself, what he says about the world, and what he says about you. Believing it and knowing that it's true and it's unchangeable. Remember, trusting is a choice. It's not a feeling. And if you don't already know God through his son, Jesus Christ, then please do that. Let him know that you are a sinner. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him into your heart. I have talked about that in another another blog. And I know that it is important that you build a strong foundation and see and know and allow your child to see that foundation and your trusting in God. You trust in God once again by getting to know him, by reading his word. Remember the times that God has been good to you, which is every day. Every day you wake up and breathe. Every day you have food to eat. Every day you're able to take a breath. God has been good to you. You do this best once again. And remember, by journaling, by spending time with God, and by reading his word. Trust in God. Lean not into your own understanding, and he will direct your path. He will direct you as you love, work, and take care of your children. God tells us in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. God wants you to have a strong, healthy family. A strong, healthy family begins with a strong foundation. And trust is one of those things that you need to have for for a strong, firm family uh, foundation. Trust is another ingredient that's needed as you parent on purpose. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.